Welcome to the Jupji Sab podcast. In this episode, we'll be covering the 16th Bodhi, which translates to stanza, given to us, blessed to us by Guru Nanak Dev Ji. And joining us, Preacher and Singh, Wai Gurji Ki Fateh. So, we've been going through Sunaya, which there were four stanzas dedicated to that. And then we went through Manna, which were again four stanzas dedicated to that. And now this is a, a result of when you've got Sunaya and you've got Manna that come together. Somebody that is in that state of listening to that, to that Guru inside or like even the Guru Shabbat from the outside and then is in complete surrender and acceptance of that Manna and you've got the result of that and the word that Guru Nanak Dev Ji uses when you've got the result of all of that coming together is Panch and the word Panch can be translated to loosely as we've done here is the virtuous and when we say the virtuous what are we saying is somebody that have got the bunj gone inside of them these five qualities and it's not that they wouldn't have any other qualities but when we look into these qualities they will then incorporate everything else as well all the other you know, uh, divine or let's, we could call it positive qualities. And we could also say that these bunch are somebody that are at the avastha, the state of what somebody, some refer to as a santh. And if we could try and look at that from Guru Granth Sahib Ji, but in the previous episodes, we've already gone through the bunch, we've already gone through the five qualities and or the virtues so, Panch, if we look at what we were just discussing before, Satsantok, Deya, Taram, Such. Yeah. So, okay. So now, when we look at this, so this is this is what this body is all about now. It's somebody that's at this avastha, at that state they've reached. Yeah, that's a Panch. And those Panch are somebody that have these qualities. Sat is truthful living. Santok, contentment, Deya, which is compassion, Dharam, and righteous way of living. And Such, Such can be translated to purity. And when we look to get a better idea of this though, it's, it's always better to have some examples. And the, the examples here are that no matter how much somebody at that state, at that avastha is tested by someone, no matter what somebody throws at them, doesn't matter what somebody, what names somebody calls them, whatever happens, they will never come outside of these qualities. They will never step outside of them. And... I was saying to you earlier, Vizhi, that I've had a few conversations with some people recently, is that it's never that when we look at these, these divine qualities, it's not that somebody practices one of them one at a time. You have, you are all of them at all times. Yeah. So you never stop being the other one. You are that all the time. So for example, 
if we look at sat, sat, we're talking about being in that state of truth, pra- practicing truth. But you practice that truth with santok, with contentment. You're practicing that truth not because you want something back from it. You're practicing it from a place of contentment. You're not expecting to have something come back for it, for you practicing that. It's not a reason for you to practice it. You just are that. Yeah? You're not now speaking the truth so that I can get something from you or I can impress you. You just are that. And that's how Satyadin Santok, they come together. Yeah? And then whenever you're practicing the truth, whatever you're doing in your life, but you're, it's never outside of compassion. So the compassion there, the third gun is is always constant and it's always present as well. So then whatever it is that I'm practicing, let we just use speaking the truth, but this here is, is overall the truth, just living truthfully in every f- form of way. And um, for example, there's a lot of talk nowadays about authenticity. We've touched on this before as well. And if we look at that, that I could be, I could say that I'm going to be authentic. Like I'm going to tell you kind of what's really going on inside of me and what's, what I'm really thinking about something. But if I was to do that, knowingly that it's going to crush you, it's going to break your heart or it's going to make you look lower it's going to make you feel really small and it's going to make me feel that I'm I'm above you, then you, you're not bunch then. You could be practicing the truth in the sense of that you're, you're saying whatever is the truth because uh, you're not hiding uh, what the situation is and you're just saying it as it is. Yeah, But then you can't be bunch if you're doing it to then bring somebody down. Because then you haven't got there there. Because there would mean that I want I want the best for you. I want good for you. I want your suffering to go away. So to be punch is no small thing. Because there's many of us that will be practicing one of these at different times in our life. But it doesn't mean we're practicing them all in one go. Yeah. And then you've got the the taram which is just um, being righteous. And the way I would look at it, this is that only if you've now got the first three, then can you call whatever act comes from it righteous. So it's not something you practice as a standalone thing. It's just a result of the first three of being truthful, of being content, being compassionate, and then, and remember underlining at the at, below the compassion as well, it derives from love, and love is not discriminating. Love is looking at everyone equally. Love is not being judgmental, yeah? and there's this sweetness about love. Yeah. So then when you've got all of that, then whatever you do, is righteous. Yeah. And then here you've got then such 
And I know we've gone through these before. It might be a little bit repetitive, but we need it, you know. And uh, and then such is 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 that purity and purity of the mind, of the way we are looking at something. So let me give an example. If I, if I didn't have such purity, I could be speaking to someone and what I'm saying to them, yeah, so the conversation that we're having could be the truth. It could be just talking about work. I could be just telling them what I do. And so that in itself, it's the truth in that sense. Yeah. But I might not have such inside of me. It might not be pure. Because even though the conversation we're having and the words we're speaking are true, and I'm not lying about what I do and all of that, but my intention could be coming from a lustful place. Yeah. And then that doesn't make the situation pure. Because yeah. the intention is deeper. It's, there's a different hope behind it. And then, and then that, that, that doesn't bring the whole five together again. Or it could be that I'm speaking to you or someone. I can use you as an example here. I can speak, I could be speaking to you very sweetly. Again, what I'm saying could be true. Yeah. But my intention is greed. And it's because there's something, you know, you've got a business or something and there's, I want to try and convince you and you don't know this. You think we're just having a chat, we're good mates, but my intention is your wealth. Yeah. And there's not purity there then. There's a there's another intention. Yeah. So it's not complete truth. Yeah. And um so that's why when somebody has all of these all all the time, all in one go is then who is referred to as a saint. And that's why they are very rare. Because many of us have one of them, two of them at different times. Yeah, we all get to experience these qualities, but it's not very often we get, we're in them, all of them, all the time. That's why then a saint is a saint. Yeah. Another interesting way of looking at it, because I know some people have gone to that, extent of translating well a santh is more about their virtues than it being an actual person and that's quite an interesting uh, conversation to have i think because if we were to say okay in 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 for example, say if there was a moment where you practiced all of them in one go. In that moment, you was a saint. Yeah. But now the danger is somebody could have experienced those saintly qualities within you for that moment. And now they're expecting this particular body to be that all the time. So they get attached to that. and They put you on a pedestal. And that's where the danger often comes. Instead of 
looking at it and and just experiencing those moments of saintly qualities within someone in different moments of their life and taking them for that for that moment but then not having that expectation for them to be that all the time but then i think the other question that comes from that is is there anyone is there anyone that is that all the time though or is it that there are some people that are just that at times and they've got those saintly qualities and it's just the qualities themselves that are the saint can there be anyone in a in in a one particular body that is that all the time and i think from what kabirji is saying there are those rare ones you won't find them very often and i think the the point i'm trying to make is 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 to that in life we've got to be careful in this world and we've got to accept that there will be people they in moments of their life they do have all of them but they might not be able to sustain them and have them all the time and that's why for us it's about being living in this awareness not setting up our expectations so high towards somebody to be a certain something all the time but i also from this is my personal reflection of gurbani where kabir ji is talking about kabir santana chade sante jo kotik mil hai asante is where kabir ji this for me is pretty clear that they could be then a certain person that reaches that avasta reaches that state where they never let go of them and they are they are them all the time yeah and and, and then when we're doing sangat i think it's fair to say that at times we might not be able to get the sangat of a sant which is somebody that is that all the time but we might we but we'll often get sangat of people that have got um them in certain moments of their life you know and so kabir singh kabir santana chade sante jo kotik mil hai asant and that the one that is that all the time no matter who comes across in their life they will never let go of all five of those they will they will be in them all the time and even if they meet millions kotik milhe asant those that are the opposite to asant meaning that are filled with the five vices filled with stuck in their ego filled with kaam krodh lobh mohkar greed anger attachment all of these yeah but asant is no matter how much opposition no matter how much somebody comes that are the complete opposite to them millions of those that could come to them that are like that never are they going to budge from that and that is a sant and that is the avastav punch and for example now so if somebody comes and says something to a a a sant to somebody that's a punch and never will they feel that their identity is being attacked because they're beyond identity they are just these qualities 
Yeah. All that can come through them are those qualities. So no matter how much and what and how they are treated, they will always be in the state of Rida, Burida, Palakar. Gussa, Marna, Handai. That they will always be in this avastha, in this state, that they will not wear their mind out with gussa, with anger, because only the, the, the layers of ego can get angry about something. But for them, they are sat, santok, they are taram, and then switch. Yeah. So they are them five all the time, and that's a sant then. So when somebody comes that is an, a sant, that is the opposite to a sant, with all the vices, that, and who then Friji saying is bura, bura meaning somebody that is just acting out of those instead, and are acting out of greed, acting out of lust, and constantly uh, self-centered, yeah, selfish. And and selfishness is t- spoke about in Gurbani as well, and in and they've referred to it as they've used the word khudi for it as well. And there's a Pankti where Maharaj says khudi miti. Maharaj says khudi miti tab pe manatan pe arog. That we don't realize how many, how much even physical ailments we end up getting just because of being selfish. And it's another topic, you know, it's a, it's a really interesting topic to look at. And when you're selfish, you're more prone to illnesses as well, physical illness, illnesses that stem from the mind, you know. And so, but Mahdi says, when we let go of the selfishness, kudimiti, then tab sukhape, then you start to experience this anand, this bliss inside. But it, and it was because of the selfishness, you wasn't able to experience bliss. And the Mimi wasn't letting you do that. And uh, selfishness meaning that where life is all about you, how it's about your pleasures. You know, it's never about anybody else for you. And then, sukhape manatanape arog. If somebody is living their life like that, they could be referred to as the asant, the bura, yeah, the, the someone that's living with these negative. So that's why, if we go back to the Frida Burida Palakar, and if we looked at that, now the word bura, it's not now just calling somebody that is bad. Now we understand it on a deeper level. Now it's not that we're labeling them and judging them to say your identity is that you are bad. It's not. It's that there's points in your life or some people could be quite where they're quite consistently like that. Or there's a lot of moments in your life where they are acting out of the panjachur or from, from being stuck in one of your identities and then you get become quite selfish and it becomes all about your pleasures and then that that's the buriyai coming from inside of them yeah that negative those negative qualities are coming through it's okay to try and identify and understand certain traits about someone but if we start saying that you are bad you know you that you you just are now selfish. I think there could be a danger to that. And 
it's okay to identify these things. But if we start to really reinforce that you are that, I think there's a danger of where somebody now starts to embody that identity. And then it becomes very judgmental from the person that is labeling someone with that as well. Instead saying, oh, I understand your current behavior. It's, It's coming from getting caught in these yeah. So it's again it comes to understanding someone and talking about them because you get you you're understanding what it is, where it's coming from. You're going to a much deeper place. If they're labeled that entirely, they might think like, okay, well, this is me then. But if you go to that deeper level like you just described, that might give them that chance to think, okay, I don't have to be this. Yes. There yes. is something deeper within me that is divine that uh, yes. I have an opportunity to connect to and I have a choice to try and um, pick that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely. So if we go back to who the punch is then, who's the sant? Is that Bureda Palakar? Naturally, naturally, they will not respond in anger. It just can't happen. Because that's not where they are um, functioning or working from. So their natural response will be pala. Okay, how can I do good for this person from here? Because they'll be responding from compassion. Because that's what punch, remember, that they're made up of all of that. Sat, that they're more connected to the truth. They be, they're able to see the situation for what it is, where it's coming from. You know, they are content. They don't need anything from you. Yeah, they're not thinking. Well, you're being like this, and that's that's now that's the only way, and how I can be what I need to be. So they're content as well. They they are where they need to be. Yeah, because they're pure, they're complete, and satsantok. They are the compassions. They wants the the better for you. It's not that they want it for themselves because they remember they're santok. They're content. Asantok. They are taram. So whatever they do now is the punch will be righteous. Yeah, towards that person. Satsantok deyataram and then such. It'll be coming from a very pure place, whatever they do. It won't be coming from the five vices. Everything they think about towards that person is going to be pure. Yeah. And that is then Gusamanahandai. They could only get angry because the word here, man, mind, part, the mind is made up of you need an identity. So, but if they've got an identity now, but I am this, yeah, and they, they get consumed in that, they can't see outside of that, they can't see the, the wholeness and the truth. The sat isn't there, they can only see this, me, me, yeah. Um, then they will start wearing out their mind with the gussa, with their anger. Yeah, I can't believe you're doing this. I can't believe you. Oh, God, look at you. Yeah. But the bunch haven't got that. They've got just qualities. They're just qualities. The divine qualities, that's it. That's all they are. That's all that's coming out. Yeah. And so it's a natural, just natural balakar. Yeah. They don't need to do it for themselves. 
They don't even know they're doing it. That's just, they're just, they are just that. And then that is Santana Chade Santi. They, it doesn't matter what you're saying to me. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to let go of my qualities. And, but if you're not interested in my qualities, that's not going to bother me as well. But then it just, all it is, it, we, we might not be able to connect and click. Yeah. And, and that's okay as well. And, there, and there'll be an acceptance of that as well. Yeah. And they'll understand. Oh, yeah, they're not able to open their heart to this. And if they're not, I've not lost anything because I'm complete anyway. <laughs> when you've got love, whether you can take it from me or not, yeah, at one level, I've got compassion. I'll, I'll, I'll feel it for you. But I won't be desperate that you need to get it. Uh, because there's no attachment as well. I'm free because I remember I haven't got the five vices then. And that's a bunch. Yeah. Then, um, and that's fine. There'll be just an acceptance. Oh look, they're, they're, oh, look, they're opening their heart to it. Oh, look, they're not able to. That's their karam. It, they're so stuck in their identity and it's so thick. Like, it's so dense. It's okay. You know, they they're accept that as well. I, the avastha is like mind-blowing. The state of a bunch is just mind-boggling. Like Guru Gobind Singh Ji, when they wrote the Zafarnama to Aurangzeb, they didn't say that you broke my heart, you know, when uh, you guys wrote those oaths and you didn't stick to them. That was terrible, you know, what you did to me. No, Guru Gobind Singh Ji said, you guys are liars and you weren't able, like, you know, you didn't, you didn't, um, you, you know, honor your own faith. They didn't make it about themselves. Guru Gobind Singh Ji didn't. It was, it was because then they would be selfish. I can't believe you did that to me. You know, like read the Zafarnama. If you find something like that on there, fair enough. Yeah. It didn't bring their Jardikala down. I'm not here now complaining that, you know, you've ruined my life. Because no, nowhere in this moment did attachment kick in because their sons have been taken away. And, uh, but it was still like that, that spirit was still there. Um, and what, what, and what, what have you done to me? You know, that's what that means. Like, like it's literally like if we use in English saying, yeah, I don't get it. And what you think you've destroyed me? Like, no. And so it's, it, it's in the same way when somebody is a sant and somebody's attacking them, saying whatever then and to them, not in a not in an arrogant way, but it's like, I don't get it, and what what are you trying to do here to me? Like there's nothing you can do. Yeah. And and that is liberation. So whose bunch is somebody that you've got snakes wrapped around you now that is spitting poison at you. Yeah, and and these poisons, unfortunately, are spat from those people that we took as our very own. 
And that could be within the faith that you belong to, the religion that you belong to. You know, you practice it a certain, a little different way to somebody else. People will start spitting poison at you. Yeah. But where are you standing is what spirituality is all about. Spirituality is not concerned. When I say spirituality, I'm talking about your journey back to your, your soul. When, you know, like when Guru Sahibji talk about that, what, what, what is it? What's the problem? What's causing all these problems? They said the problem, problem is the problem. The problem is that you're not recognizing your soul. Yeah, you're stuck in this illusion. You're asleep. Not that's what it means to 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 be on the path of spirituality, to be on the path of sikhi, to be to to give yourself to Guru Nanak Dev Ji is saying that this is where I want to know my soul. And Guru Sahib Ji is saying, well, most when you start off asleep and you don't have a clue who you are, yeah, and. And that's why look, if you look at the next Shabd, the Pankati Maharaj is saying that Mar Moya Shabde Mar Jai. So they're saying only that person Mar Moya that becomes dead and dies is the one that dies in the Shabd. Meaning the Guru is telling me who I am. The Guru is telling me who you aren't even. Yeah. And, and then you die in that what the Guru is telling you. And then you start to know your soul. The whole process of of this marg of Sikhis, that Guru is ripping those layers from us. We're dying in the Guru's word. Yeah, he's saying, you're not that, you're not that, you're not that. No? It's like Guru Gobind Singh Ji said that, you're not, you're not rupa ranga reka peka, kau kehna sakta it's like this is like all Gurbani is telling us that Chakkar Chehnar Barn Jat your, your true self is not a Baran, isn't a certain caste. It's not a Jat, it's not a sub caste that you think you are. Yeah, it's just a role you're playing, just a job that you're doing to earn a living or whatever. Yeah, Arpat, you're not that, you know, the, the, the family lineage you think, oh, this is me. I'll protect my family lineage no matter what, you know. Mahārāja says, you're not any of those. That's what the Guru is saying. You're not that. You're not that. Are you willing to take that? That's what Sikhi is. Are you willing to say, okay, I, yeah, I can, I can see that's just a role, you know. And Rūp, stuck in this, these looks, beauty, you know, rang, colour, Rake, outline, bake, clothes, all these things become our barriers. And are you willing to do that work to realize go Nobody can say that about your soul. Asante is somebody that never gives up their sitalta. Sitalta means they it's translated here, it's, it's actually beautiful. They're cooling fragrance. Best thing to do from here is just ask ourselves, like, you know, 
are we really where we think we are? You know, and and because this is this isn't just that you will never be that. This is the only place where there is liberation, and we realize the soul. Whether it happens in this life, next life, next life, next life, there's no escape from getting, having to get there to be with Waiguru. Um, and, and this is it. Of not letting go of that Sitalta. So when we look at the Sitalta Nata Jant, is that Guru Nanak Dev Ji. Some people will say, oh, you know, it's not a really a realistic example to use when we talk about Guru Nanak Dev Ji and their life. But I think it's a very, it's a perfect example to use because Guru Sahib Ji decided to take on a body and and that be, and, and get married. They could have chose not to do any of those things. But to show us of how they responded to life. Yeah, and if, you know, they could have just lived in such a way where all they did was just went out and gave nam to people without having to do any form of work that they did, the, the, the farm that they worked on. You know, so I think it's a, a very fitting example to use Gurnanak Devji for us. It's, it's a perfect example. And if you look at the way when Gurnanak Devji threw out their life and they were growing up, even when they got to their teens, the way their father would speak to them, and he'd get very annoyed. He'd be very angry. So he was, you know, there were many times where he, acting out of those vices, acting out of anger, to the point of where he slapped Gurnanak Devji. And, but the, the way Gurnanak Devji responded was never out of anger, never responded in the same way, never spoke in a way where they spoke down to their father, so never out of then arrogance. But instead, always the response is always from a place of Sitalta. Oh, and what I would say is Sitalta here, when we say cooling fragrance, if we were to look at that deeper, that means still always responded from Satsantok Deya Dharam Such, you know, Kema. Forgiveness, blame, love, there. It was still from that place. But it doesn't mean Guru Nanak Dev Ji then gave in to their father and did what their father was requesting or demanding or telling what Guru Nanak Dev Ji must be doing. Guru Nanak Dev Ji still did what they needed to do because they needed to live by the truth. Yeah. But they remained in that in that state of sitilta. They never shouted and got angry back at their father. And that that's this is what they're talking about. And these are the examples for us to look at of how to try and start living our own life where we want to get to in our lives. And that because that's where Ananda is. So if we now look at Panch Pravan, Panch Pardan and now having all the vichara behind it here, Guru Sabiji is saying that 
bunch are the they are the ones that are truly pravan accepted by the one and what that means to be accepted by the one is that they're always with the one and panch pardan and they are the ones that are the true spiritual leaders and pardan means leader that are the true leaders within this world these are the people that you know we want to be looking towards that are living in that place that are living in that state and because most of the people that are in leading in leadership roles today whether it be in the government whether it wherever it be the people that are leading the 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 countries of this world are not from a place of bunch instead of from that the places of power the five vices you know from a place of us are not truthful we've seen it where these countries where their leaders the government itself the prime minister itself they have to be investigated and it's found out that they've been lying and so but true pardans the true leaders are those that are in a state of bunch panche pavaha dargahman and those bunch are the ones that receive that true honor in darga uh, in the core of god panche sohe dar rajan and they are the ones that truly look beautiful in in the core of that king in and that king being vaiguru because we could get caught up in trying to look beautiful in other ways we could just think looking beautiful is how we make this face look how we dress this body and but you know you know just the way somebody might word something they think oh look how beautifully they worded that but the true beauty is when you become a bunch when you're when you're in there in that place pancha ka gur ek dhyan and their focus a asant their focus will always be completely single mindedly their focus will be on that that in eternal guru they'll be just constant in touch with with vai guru inside guiding them listening accepting and that's a punch then je ko kaha kare vichar then guru saab ji say here that but even if you're a punch and don't think that a punch is somebody that that can tell you this is the the limit of god because there is no limit to god they can't tell you well this is it this is the extent of the creation and they're saying that because in 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 life we've become such that or not become such but our minds are designed in a way where they constantly want answers they constantly want to know you know what to resolve something they want a solution they want but they're saying je ko kaha kare vichar even if somebody tries to kaha say and vichar and contemplate reflect and try and explain the extent of of the creator guru sahib is saying karte ka karna nahi sumar 
It's saying the the doings of that creator, karte means the creator, and then karne, the the doings of that one, the way how all this is just functioning and playing out, saying nahi sumar, it cannot be sumar means counted. You can't say, well, yeah, I've got it, this is it. You can't ever say this is it with, with the creator. And what that's saying to us is, Guru Sabji here isn't putting them down, the punch, saying, well, even they won't know this. What they're saying is, they have realized this. A punch is somebody that's realized this, that is content with that, that I can never know the extent of you. I'm not looking for answers. I surrender to that. This is just limitless. And you are just be'ant. And that's what I, but us, the ones that aren't in the Avastav bunch are saying, but nah, nah, look, I want to know exactly, you know, what, what is the reason why God has made this and but what's the point to this and, and how much is there of that and how many planets is there and how does this work? And, and no, a bunch is saying like, we can never know your limits and what you're up to in your game in its complete entirety is just like wow you know that's a bunch that they, they, they can do that and then guru sahib is saying that and they talk about some here at taul referring to this it, it literally means bull and there was a certain a belief amongst people where they thought there's this some form of you know, there's some form of kind of bull, not the type of bull that we would, um, I'm sure, know for what a bull is, but some form of this mystical bull that is holding up this entire earth and or even, you know, this world. And Guru Sahib is breaking that myth for them that no, that's not how it works. But actually, it's Taul Taram. And they're saying that what's holding up this this entire creation or, or this this world in itself is something called taram. There's this perfect set of laws, and that are just making everything work as it's working. And they are kaputa, and those laws come from. And is basically put meaning the child of compassion. And the, those laws are based from compassion. Compassion beyond the, the, the little understanding that we would have of what compassion means. Compassion here meaning that it's not going to change for anything. It's not going to change for anyone. It's just this one just system that plays out and it's not it doesn't alter itself because yeah? then that wouldn't be compassion if it starts to change its mind towards different things and people in different situations it just is what it is yeah? and then Guru Sahib says that that this everything is santokya we can translate to patiently and taprakya that is keeping 
this whole creation in place. It's the, the laws are keeping this whole creation in place patiently. It doesn't get fed up. It's not like the laws think I'm bored. Let me just change it up a bit, you know. It doesn't decide, you know, I'll oh, forget this, like the way it's working at the moment. And um, maybe just switch up like the nature of how gravity's working at the moment. Just let them fly off. You know, it just, it carries on as it is. The nature of fire doesn't decide, like, oh, I can't be bothered to be hot anymore. And I'm just fed up of this, you know. <laughs> We're the ones that get tired, aren't we? Yes. Linda, Linda, they talk about Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, we, we just are like, no, why are you the way you are? You know, we're the ones that don't accept the laws. But the laws are very patient within themselves. They are consistent. They do not alter. Yeah. Jin Sooth. Sooth means uh, it's all strung on this one set of law. Everything is. And then... And Guru Sahib Ji is saying that those that come to understand this, not comes to understand every bit of how the law falls out, but that there's this system in place. Those that come to understand that there's this just perfectly in order system in place, they are the ones that then become such a truthful who start to accept that and surrender to that that it is what it is i can't change the laws those that start surrendering to that they are the ones that then find why grow it's their resistance that stops them from realizing the truth the formless within the form Guru Sahib Ji said, if it was this, this parent mystical ball, which is a mythical story, <laughs> and then it says, how much weight would that, would that ball be holding? Because like it's so many, there's not just this one world, is there? And then, they're saying there's, Worlds beyond this world, and there's so many. And it's saying that, so if we just read out what we've kind of uh, tra how we've translated this literally, is like what power holds those worlds and supports their weight, then. So it's just, um, what's that word? Ludicrous. Yeah. It just makes no sense. And then, Marasing Ji Jat Ranga Genav. Maji saying, but just look at this play. It's just filled with so many different types of jeev, different types of creatures, jath, types of creatures. Jath means types. Ranga, kenav, look how many different colors. And then ranga kenav. And then because of the way they are divided, the way that different types of these creatures and things, have all got their own name to them. I was just saying, look at the, the vastness of this creation. And Sabana Likya Vuri Kalam. 
And they're just taking us to that point of surrender of all of this is Maharaj is saying to us, don't look for a defined answer to say, this is it. This is what God is. Like all of this is to blow our mind, is to take us to this place of just surrendering and we're it's like saying, Wow, Sabna there's this can you even get your head around this? You can't. This is what Maharaj is saying, you can't. There's some form of kalam, this pen that is vuri, that is just constantly flowing. Yeah, that it goes from here to there to there. Yeah. And one you think it's just all fixed. It's not. It's every the pen is flowing in every moment, every action, then the pen scribes for you to go now that way. Then that happens there, and then that scribes you to go that way. And it's this constant. Uh, this pen is flowing that is writing everyone's next moment and destiny to where it where they're going based on their current actions and their past actions. It's all just their crazy game of just sabnan liki of rikalam, and that's for every creature. Iho lekha lek jana koe that. Who would know how to write such an account to say that oh, I could, I can, I got this. I'm a pretty decent engineer. Oh, I reckon I could put this together quite well. Let me let me write out the the laws of how it should work. Because that that that's how that's what it is, isn't it? When we don't accept things, what we're saying is we could have done a better job in writing the laws. And saying like, who who could write such an a, a, a system out for the way this works? It's every moment it's happening. It's set. Lekha lekhya geta hoe, and like, what what would that account even? Be like, like, where do you start? I think you could do a better job. Can <laughs> I give it a shot in writing the law out, how it all works? <laughs> Just saying. Because we do find ourselves in our lives at points pretty unhappy and frustrated. And when we're not able to accept, what we're saying there is that Maybe you've made a mess in the way you've brought this of how this is meant to work. Yeah. Because we're not able to accept the rules of the game. Yeah. It's just like, this is Simran. So it's not like, we don't need to, it's not something you go deep into. Oh, like, what do you mean by, you know, uh, how much power have you got? It's not, it's this... It's a, it, we're doing Simran here. We're trying. We, this is to get us to Waiguru. So what we say, it's like we're singing this like wow, like such power. How much like power have you got? Like whoa, you don't get to somewhere after that question. The question is, 
it, it is in itself the surrender. Yeah, there's no answer. Don't look for an answer. Yeah, you won't get nowhere. The question in itself is you getting back to Waiguru. Saying, Ketatan, like, whoa, your power. Like, how, how beautiful is your form? And, Keti Daat Jane Kaun Kut, like, how could anybody ever? Kut means to measure your gifts. This, you know. Everything that you've created, you can't. It's, it's it, Guru Sahib saying, like, again, I'll say it again, don't look for the answer. It's actually, what it's saying is, just surrender at the question, you can't. <laughs> yeah. It's taking our, our ego away. It's building us up to go to, uh, like, Saram Khand, which we'll understand later, how all this fits for that. This is at the moment, this is a moment of experiencing Gyan Khand. It's like, whoa, you're in this realization of God's just, whoa, basically. And then, Kita Pasau, Eko Kavau, like, how did, how did this all come about? It's just like, it, it was saying, it's, you know, for us when we're designing something, oh, I had to do this, I had to put this together. You know, and they're saying, nah, for God is just one word. <laughs> That's it. That's how powerful he is. All this, this expanse of this creation. You know, I was just traveling in the plane the other day and I was saying, we just get so stuck in thinking that, oh, you know, that we look around this world and saying that this is also the form of God. And we just know that to be these five elements that this is made up of. But look at all the other. Um, like, like, like we sometimes think we are so important. But if you look at all the other planets, even that is the formless. That has taken form and is enjoying the creation through that planet as well. Why is it that this much this one is more than that one? Uh, why is it like enjoying the formless is enjoying the form of itself through so many planets and universes, and we just think, oh my God, here's me and me and me, my world. You know, it must be a joke for the formless. <laughs> you know. Without these little dots, uh, forget about the vastness. Kita so echo just like this from this one sound. It's just this whole expansion that is still continuing, still expanding. Even then, even like the the, the population on this earth is growing. Uh, things just expanding and growing. And from that one word came hundreds of thousands of Dariyo. Of Dariyo means oceans or rivers. And referring to just 
ਕੋਲ ਦਿਸ ਡਿਫਰੈਂਟ ਵਰਲਡਸ ਕੁਦਰਤ ਕਵਣ ਕਹਾ ਵਿਚਾਰ ਸੈਂਦਾ ਹਾਊ ਕੈਨ ਦਾ ਵਾਂਸ ਲਾਈਕ ਕ੍ਰੀਏਟਿਵ ਪਾਵਰ ਬੀ ਡਿਸਕ੍ਰਾਈਬਡ ਕੁਦਰਤ ਮੀਨਸ ਦਾ ਪਾਵਰ ਦਾ ਸ਼ਕਤੀ ਕ੍ਰੀਏਟਿਵ ਪਾਵਰ ਆਫ ਦੈਟ ਵਨ ਕਵਣ ਕਹਾ ਵਿਚਾਰ ਹਾਊ ਕੈਨ ਆਈ ਕਮ ਐਨੀਵੇ ਕਲੋਸ ਟੂ ਈਵਨ ਯੂ ਕੈਨ ਕੰਟੈਂਪਲੇਟ ਦੈਟ ਵੇਰ ਡੂ ਯੂ ਗੋ ਵਿਦ ਦੈਟ ਕੈਨ ਓਨਲੀ ਬਟ ਸਰੈਂਡਰ ਲਾਈਕ ਜਸਟ ਹਾਊ ਵਾਰਿਆ ਨਾ ਜਾਵਾ ਇੱਕ ਵਾਰ ਆ ਕੋ ਗੈਟ ਮਾਈ ਹੈਡ ਰਾਉਂਡ ਦੈਟ basically that's what that means and uh, what means a sacrifice meaning like can i get it all no i can't you know varya means like when you var something and you, you like you can go around the whole of something uh, and then you come back because you've clocked it you've got it you you got it you can't get it you're not meant to that's the only way, way to get to why guru yeah ਕੁਦਰਤ ਕਵਣ ਕਹਵੀ ਵਾਰਿਆ ਨਾ ਜਾਵਾ ਇੱਕ ਵਾਰ ਨਾ ਈਵਨ ਵਾਂਸ ਕੈਨ ਆਈ ਸੇ ਯਾ ਓਕੇ ਯਾ ਲਾਈਕ ਥਿਸ ਇਜ਼ ਯੂ ਇਨ ਫੁੱਲ ਜੋ ਤੁਦ ਭਾਵੈ ਸਾਈ ਭਲੀ ਕਾਰ ਬਟ ਵਾਟਐਵਰ ਯੂ ਡਿਵਾਈਨ ਵਿਲ ਇਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਦੈਟ ਡੂਇੰਗ ਇਜ਼ ਪਰਫੈਕਟ ਲਾਈਕ ਦ ਵੇ ਯੂ ਹੈਵ ਦ ਲੋਜ਼ ਦੈਟ ਯੂ ਕ੍ਰੀਏਟਡ ਸਾਈ ਭਲੀ ਕਾਰ ਆਈਵ ਗੋਟ ਟੂ ਸੇ ਦੈਟ ਯਾ you know how you've done this and set it all up and um tum sada salamat nirankar is this all of this creation and we get caught in it thinking that we're just this little dot that's my only truth is saying that everything else is changing everything else is no moving changing going from creation to then death from birth to death and something beginning something coming to an end and then that being then born again it's just this cycle our thoughts we create new memories you know we forget some we get some new ones everything's just in this motion this creation is but amongst all of that don't you sada constantly salamat you're always okay salamat if we just translate it in a really simple way you could say you're chilling you're okay meaning you're always stable you're not touched by that you are that as well and but within that like it's just a game for you and you're still sat in it as the formless untouched by it all and that is also inside of us and we could just even this moment just close our eyes to it and know that there's something inside of us that isn't touched by this form and there's something inside of us that is always okay and is always and just is and is complete it doesn't need anything else doesn't need to add it's just there perfect
that's inside of us. There you have it, the 16th body. So Sangaji, look, keep joining us on this journey to lose yourself. We're here not to know more, but we're here to whatever we hear about that one from the Guru, that we realize we can never know in full. And whatever knowing we are coming to know is for us to surrender and realize I can never know you in full. And, and that is the journey. If you enjoyed this video, please like, comment, share and subscribe. Please donate and help spread Guruji's message. Link is in the description below. Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Vaheguru Ji Ki Fateh. Vaheguru Ji Ka Khalsa, Vaheguru Ji Ki Fateh.